Um, great. Thanks for doing this today. Um, just can you guys please uh, clarify the exclusivity of the figures included in the HasLab? Um, there are some conflicting reports and impressions. Uh, we just want to make sure folks know clearly what they're going to miss out on if they do the unthinkable and don't get the ghost. Um, is it these specific season three and four outfits in general? Is it just some accessories, the head sculpts, or just the cards? Can you talk about that a little bit, please? Yeah, so the mural car bags is definitely something that we've mentioned as part of this HasLab campaign, and we love that mural artwork. Um, as James is is repping right now in his background. So that kind of spans both classic and now new entertainment as we saw in the Ahsoka live action series um, show. So that's definitely exclusive as we announced for it. And then obviously those characters are, like you've mentioned, they're season three, season four, those end of season rebels uh, appearance. Um, and some of those are, are obvious with Kanan and his alt face and everything like that. Those come from um, that season. Um, so those are what is exclusive specifically to that. And that's what we, you know, are hoping to unlock. Chris, anything yeah. to add? Yeah, it, it is. It's those figures in those outfits. That's, that's exclusive. The card backs are also exclusive. So yeah, it's, it's that combo. And I, I know fans were confused on whether the figures could come out later with different card backs, no, the, those versions of those figures are exclusive to the HasLab. Okay, thank you for confirming. Yeah. So their only way to get their season four appearance. So, so uh, can you walk us through the methodology of showing all the tier unlocks up front? Because some HasLab campaigns show them all up front, some reveal them throughout the campaign to kind of get more uh, publicity, a little boost in that regard. Um, can you speak uh, to what factored into your decision this time? Yeah, I mean, we've done both, um, as you know, and other brands. We also take learnings from them as well. So it's definitely something we listen to the community and see how they react, especially to our own campaigns and how they react. Um, and it, it felt like the fans wanted transparency. They wanted the info up front. If you feel like that's different, let us know. And we can certainly consider that for the future as well. Um, that, but that seemed to be like the impression that we got for this campaign, especially since the tiers all kind of connect to each other with that mural card back. It was a story to tell and we wanted to tell it up front because um, it was such a crucial piece to like the crew. Um, so that's something that went into the thinking for this specific campaign. But yeah, again, it's we're always learning, adjusting, adapting based on what the community tells us. Um, so if you guys feel like there's other things you want to see instead, let us know. But I, I think this was the right call for this campaign. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. And, and just to note, like it, that doesn't mean that this is the way forward for every campaign in the future. I mean, HasLab's a evolving and changing thing. And, and if it makes sense to do things differently in the future, I mean, I, we'll look at that too. So yep. we're constantly learning. Um, we'll, we're doing the best we can. Um, I'm going to skip ahead because we're kind of on the subject and we know you can't reveal anything at this time and you have a, a live stream next week, but um, some collectors might be on the fence about backing the ghost because they want to make sure there's going to be meaningful world building in the line around the ghost as you have done with the sail barge and the razor crest. Um, so can you give the community some assurance that uh, Rebels and Ahsoka will be meaningfully covered in TVC after the campaign ends? Well, and yeah, and you already said it for me, like we can't reveal anything we haven't talked about or can't talk about anything we haven't revealed both ways. Um, but I mean, the ghost is a cornerstone of world building in four rebels. So, and 
I mean, we there's a lot there's a lot of of that there in the ghost, but um, it's it's definitely in our minds. I'll tell you that. So. Yeah, especially since we've seen the ghosts in new entertainment. So, uh, or not, we we know. Um, well, we did. If you knew where to look, you could see it in those first couple episodes. <laughs> the little tiny corners of the ghost, it's there. All right, so uh, the new Vintage Collection Sabine figure looks amazing, except uh, the general community consensus seems to be her oversized helmet is not particularly a well-loved element of that figure in its execution, though we appreciate the thought behind playability. Um, so if and when we see this character again, as well as others who might have heads or hair that are too large or complex to have a properly scaled removable helmet, could we please see uh, some swappable heads to ensure accuracy, especially at these you know, deluxe price points? Yeah, I, I mean, it's not an unreasonable ask, and it's something on our on our minds too. And we just told you that if we get to seventeen thousand, that there's a, a Sabine involved in that play. It's a perfectly reasonable thing that might show up on her. Um, but yeah, like I mean, you said it. Like we prioritize playability of that removable helmet on that version, but swappable head helmets or removable helmets, like it's all stuff in the the bag of tricks, let's say, for, for TVC and how to address figures differently. So, yeah, I, I think we will continue to do both versions on different figures as we go forward, just depending on what we prioritize playability or or authenticity, I guess, in one way. I mean, it, it's a little tough to describe it as authentic. It's authentic looking, maybe, but it's not authentic in function. So, I mean... But I think you get what I'm saying. I mean, we're, they're both viable options, and we will most assuredly do figures in both versions going forward in one way or another. People brought up the uh, the elbows on the 88 figure in the Jabba the Hutt set, and I got to say, when I rewatched Book of Boba Fett, he's using those bad boys a lot to uh, express <laughs> himself. So any chance that that can be added, even just as like a simple hinge? I know it's I know it's small and I know it's hard, but... IG-11 has lots of joints, you know, it's been done before, so could it be perhaps factored in here? Yeah, it's just it's just something that, for a number of reasons, I mean, scale of those, for one, make the, makes it hard and a challenge, but all, it's also uh, just a, it's an added cost, and trying to balance across the full line and make sure we're, we're delivering as many figures as we can, as cost-effectively as we can, to not drive price up for you guys. I mean, I think we we've talked about this before where it's like and costs have continued to rise on everything. And I mean, in some cases, Deco has, for instance, outpaced the other rising costs. So, but assembly labor, all that stuff, like it all comes to play in these things. And and on him, that was a compromise to to make him look more accurate, give up a little bit of function, but to deliver an original 96er in a more modern look for the vintage collection that was just that's one of those decisions and it's a tough one but we have to make those those kind of calls all the time to continue to give you guys fresh options without affecting an overall jump in price or or compromises elsewhere that felt like one he's not a he's not a character climbing walls and, and taking out bad guys so he felt like a good one to compromise a little bit on maybe in the next season we don't know but yeah all right thank you <laughs> yeah 